Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jim Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. Hey everyone, welcome back once again to Jimmy Knows. We're here in the Westwood Mass Studios of Pod617.com. Attorney Jim Glazer. Jim, how you doing today? Uh, good. How you doing, Dave? Doing great. We've been having a lot of fun with the great guests that you brought into the the studio here. That's uh, Brandon Wright. I'm, I'm just calling him Brandon the Car Guy. Is that okay, Brandon? Uh, that works for me. Thank okay. you very much, Dave. <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's like Jimmy the Lawyer, Brandon the Car Guy. There we go. Yeah, See, I, got I got my own angle now. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Nicknames coming, you know, coming Jimmy out knows, of the quad 617. Jimmy knows Brandon drives. Uh, we'll work on that. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about car sales. I mean, everyone's bought a car. Everyone's dealt with a car salesman in the past. And it's to me, it's always an interesting dynamic and it's your world brandon we'll get to that in a moment before just for kicks i thought we'd go around and say what our favorite movie is with cars what's the best car movie jimmy you get to go first your show hmm. best car movie so i don't know if this would classify but would the batmobile classify as a movie yes i would say but yeah no so i'd say the batmobile but like in, you know what yeah, i actually love ford versus ferrari I, just, good. I, I thought that was that, that was an awesome was awesome movie. movie. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah, it was cool. that was cool to learn a little yeah. bit about the rivalry between yeah. those two companies and what happened I, behind the scenes. I never even knew. Just real quick, I never yep. knew that. I never knew Ford, you know, set out and wasted Le Mans. I don't I mean, think a lot of amazing. people knew. Yeah. yeah, I think that movie brought light to a, to a lot of people that yeah. didn't, didn't know that they were in collaboration at some point in time. Yeah, it's interesting because he that was one of Matt Damon's last big movies. And now his next big movie is about another like corporation rivalry. Let's go, baby. Uh, yeah. Air. Uh, Air. It's yeah. coming out this weekend. Is it just called Air? Air. Yeah. Michael uh, Jordan story. Right. Quick shout out to the, the sneaker man, Sonny Vaccaro. Yeah. He's, he's really good friends with, um, I sit on the board of BABC. Leo Papil's a legendary basketball guy. Sure. He got tons of Jake Lehman, tons, you know, New Orleans, Nguyen. These guys all played for Leo, but he's known Sonny forever. He so he, these these guys invented the sneaker space, right? And the college coaches and the the contracts that came out of it. I mean, he had the vision to give Michael Jordan uh, bet the farm, get get Phil Knight to bet the farm on uh, Michael Jordan. And hey, you know what? It'll be an interesting movie. It, it's a little bit. It feels weird to watch the trailer when someone's going, "We're going to make." It's the his give an athlete his own sneaker. What are you crazy? Like and now we look at it, it's like of course that's what you do. By the way, it's Michael Jordan. So yeah, and the only, I think the only one that's probably well, he's probably not super upset anyways because he's a billionaire in his own right. But Magic Johnson, they wanted to do it with him in the I think the early eighties, and yep. he went with Converse for a hundred grand, and I think his stock at one point they said would have been worth five billion dollars provided yep. he held it the whole time. But yep. I'm not I'm not holding uh, I'm not worried too much about Magic. Yeah, Magic. Considering did fine. I just saw he's in, he's he's making a bid for the uh, Washington Command. Anders. Is that right? Yeah, he's in that ownership. Oh, group. I hope he gets it. Brandon, your favorite car movie? Uh, geez, that's a very open-ended question. There's so many car movies, and pretty much yeah. that's all the movies I watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to say that probably my top car movie, we've already touched upon Ferris Bueller. It's definitely oh, yeah. a classic. It's one of the best car movies uh, out there. Sure. Uh, just the whole plot and the storyline, and it's just it's a really good movie. But I'm going to say, I don't know, I guess Gone in 60 Seconds probably my favorite movie. To, the, the whole uh, idea of putting together like a Motley crew to scoop up certain vehicles on a list and, and go out and get the cars and get it all done in like a short period of time and not get caught was like such a cool idea. So that movie probably the most that intrigues me as far as like car movies are concerned. Hey, what, what, was, what was the car? In? What was that? What, what was Cameron's dad's car? And what, what, what kind of car was that? So in Ferris Bueller, I, I believe that the car that they took out of his out of the parents house was a 69 Ferrari GT250 California. Mm. Yeah, cool car. 
Yeah, it ended up in the uh, in the tree. <laughs> it, it was actually in the movie. It was actually a kit car. It wasn't in a. It uh, wasn't a real Ferrari. It was. A, yeah. It was a kit car in the movie. Uh, now I used to work for a company called Factory Five Racing in, in Wareham. I worked there for three years, and he did have some of those kits or or the rights to them. We never put one together, but yeah, in the movie, people didn't realize the actual car for the movie was uh, was a kit. And I think we're to believe that that car never was repaired right because unlike the the film risky business which is one of my favorites where, oh yeah that was where yeah, the, yeah with the porch yeah the porch ends up in lake michigan yeah. but he does raise enough money through illegal means of course to repair it and at the end you see the the, the car has been repaired how about how about when he says he says joel is the type of kid we'd like to have at princeton yeah <laughs> <laughs> princeton could use a guy like joel Princeton could use a guy like joel that was a great movie you know your old your old doc drivel a pen <laughs> right uh yeah he, he thought he was going to end up at indiana state or whatever i don't know <laughs> oh university of illinois it looks like university of illinois anyway true, true entrepreneur though that guy that yeah. joel We'll have to have a whole episode yeah. on risky um, business. Yeah, that, yeah that's a good <laughs> oh, Yeah, yeah, call me in on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Brandon, yeah, tell us a little bit, maybe what people have a certain conception of used car salesmen. They can be a little underhanded or whatever. And a lot of people, I think, feel uncomfortable going to buy a car. You, tell us what people might get wrong about that and maybe what it's like now. Yeah, I between like the course of my day, I just don't sit at my desk all day like people think I do and do nothing. I actually work. Uh, and, and in the course of my day, I'll have to go out to like other dealerships to do certain things every once in a while. And I do kind of see like your cliche car sales guys walking around and they got, they got the look, they're trying to put someone together, they're trying to make a buck, which God bless them. That's what we're out here mm. to do is make some money. But you know, I have to say that like our car dealership kind of does things a little bit differently. We're very laid back at bid cars. We don't really pressure anybody to do anything. People come in, we kind of give them free reign to look at the car. There's no... We don't hound anybody for anything. The plate goes on the car. We let the customers take it out on a test drive. They come back. If they're interested in it, they're interested in it. If they're not, they're not. There's no 15 follow-up calls. So we kind of do things a little bit different, a little bit more laid back, a little bit more easygoing as far as showing the car to the customer and kind of letting them make the decision what direction they want to go in opposed to trying to pressure somebody into a sale. Mm. Yeah, That must be a relief for the people that come in. Jimmy, what has your experience been like? Well, that's a pre-Brandon anyway. What has your experience been like buying cars and I mean, dealing I'm with car just, sales? I'm just like everybody. I mean, I, the, the, some of the least the least favorite things you want to do is you want to go buy a car or you want to go deal with yeah. an attorney. You know, they think car, car dealers buy a whole or just they consider them used car dealers. They're just salesmen and attorneys. They think are pompous. And I think that's the reason why the Jimmy knows brand and, and me in general is appealing. Cause we just, we're just average guys with a great, a great team, the smartest guys in the room. Mm. And so I think I've learned a lot from like, you look at the car salesman or you, you look at other attorneys and, just we try to make, like Brandon said, try and make the experience on our consumer side from these other industries. We've looked at everything to try and make it a much more pleasurable experience and just be able to call us anytime for any type of legal issue now with the Jimmy Knows Legal Network. But mm. yeah, who who in general likes dealing with buying a car? I mean, so fortunate that I was able to hook up with Ben and Brandon now. It's just like, well, what do you got? What should I get? I mean, the last guy I bought, I just... My car had gotten some bad gas in it, and we it got totaled. I mean, I don't, you know, yeah. go figure. I mean, car was a diesel, a Porsche diesel. Loved that car. I think I would have about one hundred ten thousand miles on Which it. Which is crazy. I yeah. can't believe you stretched it out yeah. that far. But she still drove like a clock at a, at one hundred ten thousand miles. So it's unfortunate yeah. what happened. I, I was going to keep driving it. I loved that car, and I just walked in, and Brandon already said his favorite car, and so that's what they sold me. They sold me. I think. I think. I think it was Ben's uncle was driving it. Yeah, yeah. Ben, Ben's uncle was driving a, a Maserati Levante uh, yeah. up at the Peabody dealership. It was his demo and jimmy was due for due for a new car so uh 
We didn't really give Jimmy an option. We just kind of like yeah, picked I, it out I, and I, put his plate I, on. I, 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 said, I, said, I said, guys, what do you think? And and when it's like, I just. You're going to buy it. That's the car. And yeah, I'm like, okay. One. Never looked at it. Just showed up. <laughs> remember, remember when it showed up? Actually, remember, remember ben, ben? I think Ben did delivery on that one. Yeah, Ben did the. Well, yeah. Was, ben tried to do the delivery on it. Yeah, that's for yeah sure. I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, it was like, it wasn't because it's me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't care. And they know. I don't think it was even like de- cleaned up that much. <laughs> yeah, it definitely could have been a little bit more care, caretaking as far as that's concerned. But I think it was like a, like a last minute thing or whatever in the car. The reality of it is, is that driving a demo, we're only supposed to drive. I only try and drive my demo for like a week or so. I don't try and tack a ton of miles on them. Right. It's just not right to do. So I'll only drive a car for a week, put a couple miles on it. But I believe that his uncle had been driving the car for, uh, I think, 10,000 miles yeah, or he's, so. He's one of the salesmen up in, uh, up in yeah, Peabody. And, yeah. and ben, said to, ben said to me, he goes, listen, I, I probably could get more money for this car, but my uncle's put so many miles on it yeah. you know, that he shouldn't have. Mm. So he goes, "Just you, I'm going to sell I'm giving it to you at this. And then I think when I showed up and I called, but in, and then the next day, Ben called me like you know seven thirty in the morning. You must have talked to him. He goes, "Bring the car." And I, I, I guess it, I guess it wasn't perfectly clean. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't going <laughs> on, on my watch. I wasn't going to let it, it go. It was like missing that. a floor mat or two. The car yeah. I bought before for Andrew, when Brent, you know, it was perfect. I'm like, so it's just so, kind of funny. So Brandon, we're up against the clock a little bit here, but let me ask you one more question. Yes, have, have things changed these days as far as how much information is online about pre-owned cars or or even new cars? I guess. Have buyers become smarter or with with armed with more information or not necessarily? Well, yeah, sure. With the age of the internet and whatever you're looking for, you can just Google and whatever you need to find as far as information is concerned, there's, there's a touch of a button away. So when it comes to looking for a certain type of car, you go to certain like websites, admins or whoever these like search engines are, and you just pump in whatever you're looking for, and it'll just give you. Uh, a demographic of what is out there and what's close to you. And then you kind of go out and research what you're looking for. But yeah, there's a lot more information online and you can find a lot of stuff and Carfax is always out there. And uh, Ella will say something. If you are buying a used car, uh, it's always good to to take the car to your, your local mechanic or whoever your, your technician is that looks at the car. Just to give it a once over before you buy it because I've seen some people buy some stuff and then it comes in too, too late after the fact. And, you know, really? certain things I, I got a better idea as the attorney in the room. Yep. Best thing to do is go to Bid Cars Boston Automall Collection, and then you get Brandon to take care of everything once you buy it. So yeah, you cut the middle man. I appreciate that. Yeah, Jimmy. yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got to cut to the chase. You know that's where you guys should all be looking out there. That's some high praise. Yep. You know how we know that's good information because Jimmy knows. He does. He does. Knows, it's kind of the name okay, of the show. Does Jimmy know cars now? After Jimmy knows cars. Yeah, that's I think it. Jimmy knows more about cars than I do. I think I got I got passed on this Actually, one. Actually, Liz knows more about cars than Jimmy. Liz knows more about yeah, everything yeah. than everybody. Exactly. Brandon's always trying to make Liz happy for Jimmy. Uh, that's what I gotta do. <laughs> gotta do what I gotta. We do. all gotta make Liz I happy. Yeah. Brandon, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I appreciate it. I did. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks. Dave. Thanks so much for coming on, Jimmy. One more time, remind people how they can find out more about you or your law practice. Available 24-7. Just call 800-868-1000. Go to JimmyKnows.com. We're there anytime you need us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Jimmy Knows, a production of Pod617.com. We come out every week, so make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.